It's time. It's time. Passcode accepted. Now loading the Down South IT Podcast. to have you with me this is the down south it podcast my name is clark we got a good one in for you today but before we get into all the fun stuff let me remind you there are a ton of places that you can find the podcast you can find me just about anywhere you get podcasts soundcloud apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify stitcher iHeartRadio. so if you listen to iHeartRadio on your phone you can find me on there Pocket Cast, Amazon Music, any any and all the platforms that you love to use, I'm on it. All you have to do is search Down South IT Podcast. I guarantee you it'll come up. Save it, like it, follow it. That'll help me out, help the algorithm. Awesome stuff. I have not sent this out in a post on Facebook yet, which you can follow at Down South IT. If you go check that page out, give it a follow if you don't mind. If you go to the merch store on DownSouthITPodcast.com, the merch store is the store link at the very top of the page. From now until midnight on September 28th, you can get 30% off if you use the promo code CHANGEITUP30. You can get 30% off site-wide, so anything and everything that you get, 30% off your total order. And if you get $65 worth of items, they will do free shipping. So change it up 30, all one word, 30% off your entire entire basket. On top of that, if you get $65 worth of stuff, they'll do free shipping. Can't beat that. I did not post that on Facebook yet. I'm going to do it pretty soon. So if you listen to the podcast right when it comes out, you will be one of the first to know. And now that I got all the shameful promotion out of the way, we can get to the fun stuff. Power supplies. These are going to be a lot more important going forward, especially with the new versions of graphics cards coming out uh, shortly, namely the 40 series NVIDIA cards and the new, I think it's 7,000 series cards from AMD. Not so much with the Intel ones because those are very, very small cards. They don't have a very, they're not pulling a whole lot of wattage. But the new NVIDIA cards and the new AMD cards Those are going to be a little bit on the fun side because if you're planning to change up and get one of those, you may need a new power supply. So today we're going to run through what they are, what they do, and how you can pick the next one for your system, especially if you're planning on getting a new CPU or a new graphics card. So first up, courtesy of Wikipedia, what is a power supply? A PSU or a power supply unit Converts main AC voltage to low voltage regulated DC power for the internal components of a computer. Most modern personal computers use universally switched switch mode power supplies. Some power supplies have a manual switch for selecting input voltage while others automatically adapt to the mains voltage. Basically what that means is your power supply takes your AC voltage from your outlet 
transforms it and steps it down from 120 or 110 AC power to 12 volt, 5 volt, and 3 volt DC power that your computer can actually use. And it does that going through a series of not only converters, but transformers and resistors to be able to get to that voltage down. But not only does it step the voltage down, it also cleans it up. AC current is notoriously not, not, a, not shall I say, reliable, but there are some spikes here and there while you're using AC power. What it does is it'll smooth those out so your computer components will get a steady supply of the DC power that they need. So it'll eliminate a lot of those spikes. Now, the three different voltages are important, too, because not everything in your computer uses the same voltage. The CPU, graphics cards, and the motherboard itself use 12 volt. So that's going to be your main main power coming in. Usually, most power supplies will have a single, a whole rail just dedicated to 12 volt power. They'll also have a second rail that steps down to 5 volt and 3 volt. 5 volt is going to be mainly for a lot of peripherals, different things like that, your fans, your pumps, different different things like that. 3 volt is more along the lines of your USB power, things like that. Very small items. Some some system and case fans, it just kind of depends on what you have on your motherboard. But for the most part, 12 volt and 5 volt are going to be your main two. All your drives, your hard drives and things like that all use 5 volt. So three volt is it's a necessity, but not a whole lot uses three volt at this point. When you think power supplies for your computer, a lot of times you think of ATX. That's the standard power supply form factor that we use right now. There's a couple of other ones that are floating around. One of the other ones is SFX, which is a small form factor uh, power supply. It's just a smaller version of the ATX. I do have some pictures up on the show prep if you want to check that out. That way you can kind of see what these all look like. And it's right there on the show prep underneath the embedded player on the website, downsouthitpodcast.com. You can check that out. Go along. That way you can follow along. And if you wanted to kind of brush up on some of this as we go or if you miss something, you can always check that there. So you have your ATX, which is your, your main normal power supply if you're going out in a store and going buy one. That's what you're more than likely going to see. You're going to see an ATX power supply. That's kind of the standard that most power supplies are right now. If you're using a small build or if you have a computer with a very small case, a lot of times those have the SFX power supplies. Now, when you get into the server world, those have a couple of different ones, and those are going to be your TFX and LFX. Those are a lot smaller as far as, you know, the the form factor, but they're a lot longer. So they're a long kind of skinny power supply and they do a lot of the same. They, they all do the exact same thing. They step down AC power to 12 volt. The main difference is going to be the form factor and the fact that the, as far as server ones go, the TF, TFX and LFX, those tend to just do the uh, 12 volt conversion and a lot of the other voltage conversion they do within the server so those are mostly just 12 volt they also have a lot higher wattage rating than the s the sfx and atx ones 
Now, granted, they do have uh, some ATX power supplies and even some FS, uh, SFX will have up to, a, you know, and over a thousand watts that you can get. But the server ones, they're made to be long lasting and efficient. Not that the eight, the other ones aren't either. I mean, a regular power supply that you get will normally on average last around 10,000 hours if you're not overloading it. If you're overloading it, of course, that time is going to be a lot shorter. But for the most part, you can get away with about, I'm sorry, I misspoke, 100,000 hours as your no normal power supply lifespan. So 100,000 hours is roughly 10 years. So nine times out of 10, if you have a really good quality power supply, that power supply is going to outlast most of the the life of your other computer components. Don't you hate when you get uh, too many zeros in something and you can't remember which one it is? Anyway, so one of the newest things that they've coming out with lately, and the standard has not been completely adopted yet. It's still coming out and you know they're still kind of pushing toward this. It's something new, it's called ATX-12. And what it is, is your power supply basically only has the rails for the 12 volt conversion. And you have to get a special motherboard or a, it, usually it's another dock or something like that that you attach in the case that does the step down from 12 volt to five and to three. So it kind of depends, but sometimes they do those conversions on the motherboard itself sometimes they do it with that other dock like i said so it really depends they're they're kind of starting to push those out now they're not it like i said it's not widely available and it's not really widely known yet but intel's been pushing it i don't know if a whole lot of the system integrators like dell and hp and stuff like that are starting to use those yet but if I had to guess, I would probably say that's probably going to be somewhat of a thing. It's a little bit kind of odd, to be honest, because you have to have some of the extra stuff. The, those motherboards are pricey. And by that, I mean they are about another $200 for a motherboard. So if you're spending $180 to $200 on just a regular, you know, decent motherboard for your computer... You're looking at close to $400 for an ATX-12 motherboard that'll do all of those, you know, voltage conversions and everything. So it's a, it's a bit of a cost because it's so new. So we have a few different types and form factors of power supplies, but there's also different versions of each size. That would be a permanent, semi-modular, and modular power supply. Now, for permanent ones, that's where all your cables come out the, the side of it or the back of it. Everything is attached. You can't disassemble anything. That's your permanent ones. So your old school power supplies, the ones that you get a lot from a lot of system integrators, your Dells, your HPs, all your pre-builts, stuff like that. Those are going to use your permanent ones because they've been around for so long. That's your cheap ones. Now, they do have some that are called semi-modular. Those only have the main 24-pin connector going coming from the motherboard. Everything else, you can take all those cables off. So if you don't need them, you can actually detach them and not use them just to kind of save yourself some space and you know have a lot nicer cable management and stuff like that in your case. Now, they do have some that are fully modular, and that's where 
all the cables you can take off, including the 24 pin. So just depending on how you're setting your stuff up, all of them will work roughly the same way. It's just whether or not you want all those extra cables and you can cable manage all those extra cables. So a lot of the, the modular and the, the semi-modular, they're more for aesthetics than they are for you know actual use. So coming up now we have total power ratings. The total power rating is the wattage that these power supplies are rated for. And whenever you read the box, if it says it's a 650 watt power supply or a 700 watt power supply, whatever it happens to be, that means that that's what that power supply is rated for. And that's the max wattage that it can put out constantly. So under full load, a 600 watt power supply can put out 600 watts under full load constantly. Now, if it happens to ha get a spike or something like that, nine times out of 10, they prob it'll probably trip or short out. So that's why you never want to get that close to your upper limit on your power supplies. Because, like I said, AC power is a little bit finicky and has spikes and stuff like that. So if either the AC side spikes or even if your graphics card or something like that spikes on that side, because the NVIDIA ones have been known to do that, then it could trip your power supply and kill your computer. Now, a lot of times right now, they have over voltage protections and different things like that built into these the newer power supplies. So if it just trips, it'll just turn off. That way you might, you might lose what you're working on or you might lose the in-game save that you're on, but you won't blow out your CPU or your graphics card or anything like that. So that's what the main issue is with those. So if, you, if it does happen to trip, you won't lose any of your big components. You might lose your power supply, you know, if it spikes, but you won't lose anything else and the power supplies are fairly easy to, to swap out. So how do you pick the right power supply for your build? Well, if you're upgrading or anything like that, you already should know what you already have. And you can always use tools like PC Part Picker. And not only does it help you pick out your parts, it'll, it'll give you an estimated wattage of how much you're going to use. So that's always a good rule of thumb is to use something like that, get an estimate, but always pick a power supply that's at least 150 watts more than what you need. If your budget can allow more, then I would go with more. But at least that way you can have some spikes and different things like that and you won't trip the, the power supply. So you want to stick to about 150 to 200 watts above what your, your estimated wattage is going to be. And that right there is pretty much the reason why most of the new graphics cards and CPUs are going to require new ones. They pull so much more wattage now. You're looking at a 450 to 400, probably 450 to 480 watts just from the new 40 series NVIDIA cards, the graphics cards. And if you're looking at some of the new 12900 uh, or 12,000 series Intel CPUs, those can pull upwards of 230 watts under full load. So just that, you're looking at 650 to 700 watts just for those two items, not including your hard drives, your fans, anything else in the computer. So they're recommending 850 to 1,000 watts 
if you decide to upgrade to a 40 series NVIDIA card. And one other thing I can promise you is you do not want to skimp out on your power supply. You want to make sure you get a very well-known name brand. Look for reviews. Probably nine times out of ten, if you want to stick to something like Silverstone or Corsair or even EVGA, they're still making power supplies. They might not be making NVIDIA graphics cards anymore, but they are still going to be making power supplies. So you can pick one of those up. I've had zero problems with either of those, any of those brands haven't had issues with any of them. So they're, especially EVGA, they're really good about warranties and stuff like that. Corsair is fairly good about stuff like that too. If you got something that happens and then, you know, you do an RMA, they're, they're pretty good about it. So stick to your good brands and just for the love of God, don't get some cheap junk off of wish.com because that you'll have a very, very bad time. Now, when it comes to power supplies, they do have efficiency ratings. Not all power supplies are rated equal. The bane of any power supplies existence is going to be how efficient it is because how efficiently it can take that power and convert it from AC to DC. That is going to be a lot better for your wallet because you won't be using quite as much energy. If you, if you don't have the 80 plus efficiency rating, that power supply will work a lot harder and pull a lot more wattage than it needs to under load. So basically there's several different versions of the 80 plus certification. It goes from 80 plus up to bronze, silver, gold, platinum, and titanium. And depending on the efficiency of the different loads. I do have the chart up on the show prep. You can go check out and see how efficient it is. So if it does qualify for a certain certain sticker, so if it's 80 plus gold at 20% load, it'll be 87% efficient. 50%, it'll be 90% efficient. 100% load, it'll be 87% efficient. So it'll kind of give you an idea of how they go with that. But depending on the load and depending on the 80 plus rating is how efficient that power supply is on converting that AC power to DC power. And that actually translates into less power usage for you and also less heat because anytime anything happens on a computer and there's resistance involved, especially with you know, power conversion and different things like that. The result of any resistance in that line is going to be heat. So you can save yourself some heat. You can save yourself some electricity and hopefully your wallet a little bit over the course of a year, at least anyway, and look to get the highest rated that you can afford. So you want to look at that as far as you want to Take the rating of your 80 plus rating into consideration whenever you are looking at power supplies. It might not be something that's high on your list, but if you can afford an 80 plus gold at a certain wattage and maybe uh, get something with a little bit higher wattage, that's 80 plus silver. You know, you it kind of depends on what you want to do and what you're planning on using your computer for as to which one you go with. If you're not planning on doing a whole lot of gaming or something like that, you may want to go for the gold one. If you're doing more gaming and, you know, a lot more intensive power use, you know, for stuff like that, you may want to opt for the silver with the higher wattage. 
Now, also on the show prep, I do have just kind of a quick rundown of the different types of connectors that you would normally find on a power supply, the 24, the 6 and 8 pins, your Molex, your SATA, different stuff like that. And I do have descriptions of what each of those are on the show prep. So if you want to check that out and go kind of take a look at that, just to see what each one would normally power, at least, you know, to kind of give you an idea, that's on the show prep right under the embedded player on the website. Click the show prep link. It'll be right there for you. You can go go catch that. And you can catch any anything else on there too. Any of the other past episodes, if you want to go back and go listen and follow along, you can. If you happen to miss something while I was talking about it today, I do have the link to PC Part Picker on there. So if you want to use that as a tool, I do have the link of that up in the show prep uh, also. So you can go check that out. Again, downsouthitpodcast.com. Right there under the embedded player on the homepage, you can click show prep. It'll be right there for you. Thank you for hanging out with me today. Today, it's been kind of a whirlwind, and I've gone through a lot of information really, really fast. So again, I would suggest that if you miss something, please go back and check the show prep. Everything will be there for you. You can go look at follow along. If you got to slow it down a little bit, I know I talk kind of fast today, but it was one of those things where I'm power supplies are one of those things where you really, really don't want to screw it up, especially if you're in the middle of a build or if you're planning on upgrading soon. It's something that you really do need to look at and kind of take in, take into account. So this is one of those things that I kind of get hyper about, especially, you know, going through and doing some of these things. And I get just about hyper with this as I do with some of the cybersecurity stuff, <laughs> you know, passwords and that kind of thing. So I it, this is one of those things that I get a little bit excited about. So that's why uh, this one I might have talked a little bit fast today. But anyway, thank you for staying till the end with me. I'm going to end it here just like I normally do. And paraphrase from Albert Hubbard. Technology can replace the work of many people, but it can never replace the work of one extraordinary person. So go out and be extraordinary today. Thank you all for being here today. I love you. I'll see you right back here on the next episode of the Down South IT Podcast. Later.